I had known him for almost two decades, yet didn't even consider the fact that he would be the perfect person to join me in my company. In fact, it wasn't until I had dinner in New York City with Gary Vaynerchuk himself that I realized how valuable this person could be to my operations. In a moment, I'm gonna introduce you to the man who changed my world, my operational guru, Brandon Disney. This is TYC, Three Yellow Chairs with Spanky Moskowitz. Do you know that 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 I jumped in and got involved? I think it's actually two years ago. I know. That's Probably why I wanted within to have, a couple of weeks of today. I wanted to have this conversation a year ago because at that point it was about a year into this. Okay. When this whole thing started. So, let's let's rewind. I'm coming back from dinner in New York City. Dinner with Gary V. Gary says, "Dude, you're a creative guy. You need an operations person." You've got a bunch of people you know that can help you. It's funny how he knows that. He knows that, right? He knows that because in, 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 intuitively, like everybody has who they need in their group of people that they know. They just don't ever like tap them in. Well, think about it though. I, like, had he not said that, I wouldn't have even thought. Oh, I should reach out to Brandon, right? Because it, it's just not something that. It's not in the back of my mind going, I don't think of you that way, right? I don't think of Brandon and go, oh, Brandon's the perfect guy to be my operational guy. Thanks. But <laughs> No, but it wasn't meant as an insult. I see you differently. There's a, there's a relationship. I've known you for lots of years. Um, our history predates this. It predates your yeah. other business, right? So, right. So, so I think of you more as Brandon a friend, Brandon someone who I've known for uh, 20 years? Maybe it's 20 years, something like that, yeah. And so it wasn't a thought, it wasn't because I didn't think of you that way, it was just I wouldn't have connected those dots. Okay. So anyway, have this dinner, come back, and um, you're on my short list, but you were the person on my top of my short list. I'm your number one. You're my number Uh. one. But I had backups in case you said no. And um, okay, and I'm so okay with that. so we went to lunch. We had street tacos and margaritas. I remember in uh, Old Town Gilbert. That's right, downtown Old Town. They call it. And um, and I kind of shared with you the game plan. Now, for me, you and I had already talked about. You were helping me with some things as a friend. Going, hey, here's what I would do. Here's what I would look at. And I know that when I sat down with you for lunch that day, it was kind of like, a, oh, I, I wasn't even thinking about this. You were trying to figure out who you could connect me with to help me. Yeah, I was kind of caught off guard. There were two things I remember. I, w- I was caught off guard that you were asking me to be a part of this in a very different way than I had expected, Right. number one. But number two, I had you told me several times what it was the business did. And even after you told me, I had absolutely no idea what that actually meant. And I think I tried to tell you that, but you sort of did what you sometimes do, which is <laughs> hear what I said, but kind of gloss over it. And like, so you just told me again in the same exact way. And so I left there going, he wants me to be a part of something. I don't really I even know no what idea that what it is. is. I mean, I know what he wants me to do, but I don't know what the business does. And it right. took me, honestly, it took me a good month to really understand. That's funny. The business that Ad Zombies is. And well, I already said yes. So that's that's the crazy thing. What was funny to me is that you, I remember s- distinctly, and you said this, and, and I can almost quote you. You said, okay, so explain to me again how a business makes money 
selling $49 ads. But people pay you to, to, <laughs> to, to just give them words. Uh, and, and the number of words oftentimes is very, very little. But right. what I also learned, my brain is, is a, I'm a left brain kind of guy, right? And, and my brain thought that the less words you're supplying someone, the less they pay. But it actually turns out, now that I've learned about what the business is and does, and it's only taken me two years to get here, um, probably less than that. Oftentimes, the harder things for writers to write are the shorter, less words things. And so the dollars people pay have little to do with the uh, quantity of things they get back or the time and effort involved. Um, and, and there's a, you know, sometimes it, it's, it's a tremendous amount of time to understand just like I didn't understand what Zombies does, the writers have to understand who the client is, who their target customers yep. are, the voice of their brand. There's a bunch of things that happen long before they ever make a single keystroke that's a bunch of time. And ultimately, people are paying for time, right? Right. Um, that's, that's the commodity that we trade in. And um, yeah, so. But when you came in, so, so I painted a, a picture, and I, I think I painted a pretty decent picture of how things were organized or disorganized when you first... <laughs> the thing I remember the most is, is, is you had a big emphasis that you went over several times, which was this, we have to do X, Y, and Z before we even start. And none of those things had to do with researching the client. They were all like um, um, checking tasks off a list. Right. It was an order came in, has this order been paid for? Like, has the money actually gone to a, a Stripe or a PayPal account or whatever? Right. Right. Um, and if so, the client, the, the, what would tell you to start working first was somebody filled out a brief, but you have this brief now. Can you match it up with an order that was made, right? Mm -hmm. That matches the brief. So there's a brief for a product X. Did they buy a product X? And did we get paid for product X? Right. So it was in my brain, like, that's your big problem to solve? I, I, I probably got you in like day three on that, right? It turns out there was a lot bigger problems to solve, but yeah. but there was a lot of emphasis on on these three things. Well, that... and part of it is is because I was trying to, to be the operational guy, right? which I am just not wired to do. Yeah, I remember a, a, a Google Sheet that actually I, I, I've, I've saved. I feel so, like, do you, do you see how red I'm getting? Yeah. I, admitting this is so difficult for me because I, okay. looking back at it now, it was funny. But the part but, that you're good at is the part that I'm horrible at. Like, right. I, I'm the least creative guy we both know, combined, right? No, I think you're very creative in what you do. But sure, but not in, you know, in a way that most people would consider right. creative, right? right. So, um, so, yeah. So, I, I, I've, I've actually, I've, I've got, from day one, when, when I said yes, and then the next day, I think you made me a, a, an email address. And shared with me the various Google Sheets that you were using to keep track of things, and you had a color coding system for emails, <laughs> where I did. I don't even remember what colors meant what. But, I can tell you, but I have almost all of that stuff. It might be kind of fun. I wonder if we can like insert oh, that into God. into this to, in some way. I don't. Maybe it doesn't make sense. I don't know. But but I, I do remember the, the the Google Sheet. Yeah. So green was. Payments, because green was money. Okay. Yellow was order placed. And then there was one other color. It was green, yellow, and red. I, I for, Now I forget. It's been so long. And it's been literally tens of thousands of orders ago. So I can't. Oh, yeah. Like, it, now I'm like, uh, looking back at that, I'm like, how the hell did we survive? But it was, see, so it started in the first few months. It was pretty easy because it was 
a system that I created for my broken right brain. Right. To let me be just, able let me to just take some of the heavy lifting of people having to reconcile all this stuff, and let me make that so that you just focus on writing. And then, really quickly, I said, "Okay, we got to get you out of. You should never be writing anymore. Right. We need to get you out of a space where you can actually run the business." Um, but that so, was hard for me to like yeah. to, to walk to, to be able to go. Uh, wait a second, but I'm the I'm a writer. I'm a yep. good writer. I don't want to yep. not write. And but I also understood that. You know, one of the reasons that you were the top pick was that you have already built and scaled an operation um, to massive success. And I'm like, okay, you learn from people who've done things that you are not good at, and you surround yourself with people that are good at the things you suck at. Sure. Well, you're good at those things, and I suck at those things, and I'm not going to pretend to ever – like, for me to spend any time trying to be better at them, right? It's, 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 it, a, it's a waste. So, I, I, like, the things that I'm not good at – I, I often say I could spend 20 hours a week, every week, for 10 years, and I would get 2% better at the things I'm not good at. Right. Or I could go find somebody who's really good at those things already and equip them with tools and a process and let them run, and they'll be better than I'll ever be. Yeah, and that's – for me, that was a big thing, like getting – when I when you first stepped in, and it was interesting because you came in. I had already signed a development deal with uh, Redcliffe Labs to build mm-hmm. out the back end of of Podio, which our system is built on, our ad system, which is advertising delivery system. Thanks for telling me. I forgot. I know. Just well, kidding. I'm just I'm telling them. Oh, I thought we were supposed to pretend like they're not even here. Well, no, but they, someone's going to see or hear or watch at some or, point, or maybe not, or maybe not. <laughs> All two people. Um, but Thanks, I had already I had already contracted them, and you on day two were like, "I got this," and you jumped in on the development call and started just running things because I it was so out of my comfort zone, and he was asking questions. He was asking you to make decisions on how a process should be, and I'm like, "This is kind of my wheelhouse. Let me just jump in here." Yeah, yeah. and so so that took over. But but let let's go back to you know I was color coding things. Yeah, when you came in, we at that point had done I don't know a few thousand ads. We were not, you know, we we were still in the early early stages of ad zombies. You know, the yeah. company started March 6, twenty seventeen. This is like October, I want to say. Yeah, end of October, right right around the beginning of November. Uh, of that same year. And so there was no operational scale. But you walked in and you took over and you inherited, even though it was a brief time, a mess. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't as, as messy as I thought it was going to be. So I was expecting a bigger mess. It wasn't that bad. Okay, so wh- how- we, had, we had a basic process in place within about a month and a half, right, to take the chaos and de-chaosify it. Absolutely. When you look at that, how do you like? Where do you begin? Like, because I looked at that and I said, "Okay, I'm going to give this to Brandon. He's going to take this thing over and make it better." And in my head, I'm thinking, "How the hell does he make it better?" Because I don't know how to make it better. Like, where do you start with that? Because it was like me personally. Where do we start? Yeah, because to me, when I look at it, it looks like spaghetti. Yeah. So, so for me, um, th- this is the, my only thing I'm good at is is taking something that has a million parts. And that can be complicated and that has a bunch to wrangle, right? And figure out how to break it into the smallest little bite-sized pieces and then tackle those pieces. And so um, I, I, I generally kind of try to step back and look at, okay, at the end of the day, what are we kind of fundamentally trying to accomplish? 
And you'll hear me ask that question all the time. What, yep. if, if somebody says, let's, let's change this thing. I don't ever say, how do you want to change? I, I always say, when we're done changing it, what do you expect that outcome to be? That's a go-to gonna... Brandonism in our leadership meetings is, what are you trying to accomplish by changing this? Like, right. Help me understand that. Because I know oftentimes, I, I, I've learned and I've gotten better, I think, over the last couple of years. I don't try to engineer the process anymore. I know we have a couple of people on our team. Megan's one that she, she likes to try to engineer, and we're, we're working on that. Yeah, that's, so that's, a normal, that's a normal human thing. Right. I get it. Don't cool. engineer the process. Just give it, tell Brandon what the end result is that we're trying to accomplish, right. and then let him do the engineering side of it. I find myself doing that with lots of people. That's just that's my go-to is because I, I think people sometimes get caught up in they, – they think I want to affect some kind of change, right? And then they set off on a course to do that but quickly lose sight of the reason that they started in the first place. And then what happens when you, when you don't really clearly identify what we're trying to accomplish is that you end up getting somewhere, but it doesn't necessarily solve the problem you set out to solve, and sometimes doesn't solve any problem, just creates a different way of doing something, or creates three new problems and fixes one. So, so I, I try to keep that sort of in the back of my mind. So that's, that's sort of step one for me, is really trying to understand what are we trying to do? Right, and then I look at okay. I, I, let's assume it's never going to be able to solve a hundred percent of the problems. Let's try to go for eighty percent. Right? Let's 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 get a version one working, and not worry about it being perfect. Let's worry about it being a version one. Right. And so then it's what's the most complicated, time-consuming thing that I feel like is one of the easier things that we can solve, um, and let's get that knocked out. And that's going to do two things. One, it's going to knock out. A piece of the complication, but two, it's going to give us some momentum. Right. Because momentum, I found, is important for me and, and for a lot of people, is being able to see the result of something you've done fuels you to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. It goes back to the the thing that I learned from Jeff Bezos about being a day one company. Right. You you always want to have momentum. You always want to be in in a in a forward progression, right. and you want to make quick decisions and. And course correct. And course and, correct, right? Yeah. Because, no, you know, and, and I had this conversation earlier with MJ, um, who was sitting exactly where you were sitting while I was working at my desk, and we were talking about this, and, and I said, there's no, there's no one thing that you can do that's going to destroy the company. Like, you can make a mistake, and it's sure. okay to make a mistake, and whereas... But doing nothing can destroy it. Right, but doing nothing can, right? Because mm -hmm. then you become complacent, and you're, the thing falls apart. And so for me... I knew that, like, every time something changes for the better, I feel that, right? I, I internalize that. So it helps, it helps fuel me along. Mm -hmm. But I also know that as we grow, the things that fire me up, that motivate me, aren't necessarily, like, I'm not motivated by, oh, we've made this much money as a business or we're, we've accomplished this milestone in terms of reach. I get excited when... We put out a new ad that gets a lot of engagement. I saw a new ad this morning that I hadn't seen, and it's rare that I see one of our ads having not already sort of previewed it at some point. It was a um, the 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 dog with the tail. Oh, we make wieners wag. Yes, and it's a, yes. it's a wiener dog. Yes, and very funny. Thank you. And it pushes the envelope of it, it, what it does. I think beyond getting attention, it shows clients that we know how to get things that might not necessarily look like they should be approved, approved, 
Um, we know how to write very, very carefully sometimes because there's not all of our clients, in fact, not most of our clients, but some of our clients have products and services that they're promoting that if they're not promoted in the right way, aren't going to pass uh, a terms of service. They're not going to, they're going to violate policy. They're not going to be able to run. Right. And oftentimes we have very creative ways of looking at things and being able to make that happen um, while still painting inside the lines. Right. And, so, and I can tell you the secret to that. Wine. Wine. Okay. No. Well, no. Um, for me, I, I like to, to push the envelope and push the edge a little bit. I know that some of our team tends to stay a little more conservative. It really depends on the product or service that we're writing for that will dictate how how much and, of course, what the client writes in the brief. That, right. that brief is so critical to that. So I look at it as you inherited a mess. You were like, no, this is pretty normal. Yeah. And you just started systemizing things and creating the processes that make this thing work. What, what was like your biggest surprise aha uh -huh. over the course of, and I know that you know we've not planned for this I didn't sit down and go here's our list of conversational questions for this sit down but like is are there a few things that have surprised you along the way or that have kind of caught you off guard that you go oh wow I didn't think about that there's a, there's a bunch of things that sort of fit into that category so so one of the things that I'm still kind of surprised about is is we offer a bunch of different types of writing services, and it's rare that we find somebody that's asking for something that we don't already have on the menu, but there's one product that sells more than pretty much everything else combined, and it's still kind of surprising to me that that one product stands out that much, right? It's, it's, it's an odd thing to me that there's a single SKU that is, it sells more than everything else combined probably and multiple times of that, right? And um, it's the F word. Yes. Facebook yes. ads. Correct. Um, don't know why that surprises me, but I expected that there would be a more sort of even amount of, first of all, other platforms, but, you know, email sequences and landing page copy and web page copy and letters and I, that kind of stuff, right? right. I, I, Google ads, LinkedIn ads. I mean, they're yeah. just everywhere. We, we even do some weird, like, niche things, like with Amazon and their, well, they used to call it enhanced brand content. They should call it something else now. They changed their name. Right. Um, whatever that is. Um <laughs> And a few other things that, that you know, they're niche and I get that those wouldn't be as popular. Short-term rental listings, right? Um, your right. Airbnb stuff, right? Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little strange to me. That's probably I, not what you're looking for as far as a... No, a, a, but, I think, but, I, but I think Facebook, and, and that's, a, that's a good conversation to have, I think Facebook today dominates because that, that landscape is so, and I don't want to say oversaturated, but it is heavily populated with people who have taken... Online marketing courses, mm. who are sudden, you know, now agencies. They're driving and, results for businesses. Correct. And, right. and so that tends to be the, you know, the platform of the day, of the moment, and that will shift. Over time, as new platforms emerge, as TikTok gains popularity, as um, as somebody figures out something they can do with Google Ads or YouTube ads, suddenly the love of a platform will adjust. And as right. it adjusts, we'll adjust with it because we're already doing it for those platforms. Right. I'd like, like, like it, we haven't had anybody interested in us writing for TikTok yet, but the product is what we would call a video script, right? right. We already have that as a product. We, we call it Instagram stories. We call it uh, YouTube video ads. We call it video script. We call it captioning. We call it a bunch of things, but it's all the same same thing, right. right? Well, and, and it's funny to me that we have to call it these different things because people call them those different things. That, that's, 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 
I get that, you know. But if you go into like a, a McDonald's, a quarter pounder with cheese is a quarter pound with cheese everywhere you go. But yeah, but that you could argue that a burger is a burger, and they have a quarter pound with cheese and a, and, and a, they have and a, a cheeseburger, and, and they a, have a. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I was gonna, I was gonna go there. You followed it up perfectly. So, so we just have the the various varieties of those flavors available in the way people call them. What else has been like one of those? Wow, that's threw me or. I, so I, I also early on kind of I, I think part of it goes back to at that that lunch maybe it was late lunch whatever it was tacos and, and margaritas where I couldn't wrap my head around that you could actually have a real business off of forty nine dollar ads right I also had presupposed that there was like a a ceiling to the business where you know it'll, it'll be something maybe interesting but I I, I didn't imagine it could grow to the scale it's grown to and mm. even when we got to our you know we had set this big lofty goal of, of a, a monthly amount you know that 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 translated into an annual amount that was a seven-figure thing right that seemed like that's a really big stretch and now that doesn't seem like that big of a deal right like that's right well looking back like it's uh, funny the other day, I was I was in one of our accounts, Stripe or PayPal, and I was like, "Wow, we've processed a lot of money through this account." And I was like, I was a little shocked. And but at the same time, I realized that this is a service that is desperately needed for right. anyone in really any business. Now, I would say, you know, I used to say marketing because right, we focused on marketing, but that's tr- really not what we focus on. We help. Every business, if they need words for their business, whatever that business is, funeral home, financial planner, yeah. everyone needs words. Whether it's a landing page, an email, we write them. That's right? the other crazy thing is that not – there. so as, as much as we've grown, there's still way more people that have no idea that they need what we do <laughs> than there are people who have grasped that. And so – there is, there's still so much more potential there. It's it's funny. When I thought I, this was was way more niche than it turns out that it probably is. Yeah, and it's way broader than I think you thought. You, yeah. you thought it was like okay, you know, you've got this very very tight vertical and. and part of it was the name. I mean, ad zombies implies right. that we create ads, and other than Facebook, where else then? And even today, there's not a ton of ads on other platforms, in that traditional copy first sense, right? Right. Um, so it's, it's where the name doesn't do us probably all the favors it could, but it's also not the worst thing ever. So, you know. No, and everybody likes our zombies. Yeah. And they know our zombies. And we have a brand that, that has been built now. You know, it's funny. I was looking at our um, total sidetrack. I was looking at our Facebook uh, account the other day, which, as we know lately, has been um, troublesome. Sometimes easy to look at and sometimes a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had, uh, what, five shutdowns in five weeks from Facebook, and it's just because of an algorithm issue, but we think we know what's causing it. I'm talking to Facebook's global marketing team and, and finally getting some answers, and, and hopefully they can fix the problem. Um, not violating copy problems. Uh, something in their algorithm is being triggered by some of our ads which has never caused a trigger before. So they're fixing that. But when I look at the Facebook pixel data and realize that we've had 24 million events, that like blows my mind. There are people that have come in contact with the brand because of or attached to Facebook in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And, and yet, so 24 pixel, million pixel events. And when I think when we look at the total revenue, I think Facebook only makes up 4% of our total revenue, if I remember correctly from the last right, time. Right, as far as it's, that, that's where we, we spend a big chunk of ad budget, right? But I think a lot of people learn about who we are, what we do there. 
and then at some point down the road need us and come in through a different source. So it probably doesn't get all the attribution credit it, it deserves, but... You know. Right, but beyond 28 days, Facebook doesn't... Right. They don't get the uh, love. Trust me, I understand that. Right. It, it, my, it, my other business is is a, a traditional brick and mortar kind of thing, and it's a, a much like a dentist where you don't need us until you need us. And so the twenty eight day window is not even close to long enough. Right. So anything I've tried to do, I, I have to just sort of feel like Facebook might be doing something for me because there's no way to measure that in their right. in their world because of the way they work, and that's not a bad on them. It's just just a, a fact of that other business so right yeah no the other business is definitely a need based like oh my god it's like you know you don't think about a plumber until you have a toilet backing up and right. and your toilet is full and your bathtub is full it's like oh my god help and the guys right. spending ad budget are hoping you remember their jingle i mean that's that's it <laughs> yeah pretty much um if if looking looking at it today things are systemized and we have processes that work what if if looking at our processes now what would you change or what would you fix if you could re-engineer any of what we have i i have many times um so probably you don't even know this but there's changes to this the, the stable platform and systems that we have there's changes to that constantly okay I, there was changes made last night uh there were changes made this morning there's always I, 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 I look at systems and process as a, a it's never finished, right? Okay. It's, it's it's beta. It's just version. No, it's not beta, but is is Apple ever done with releasing updates to operating systems? No. Because there's improvements, there's fixes, right. there's tweaks, there's enhancements, there's new features, there's new there's always and, and for me that, that's I, I, I look at systems and process the same way. Um, you can fix things to death you can uh, one of my favorite sayings is, is if it ain't broke fix it till it is mm. right that's easy to do but if if you pay attention there's almost always places where you can make something better easier have checks and balances um improve the experience make it more consistent in some way shape or form make improvement and so i've always got a laundry list of things that are are someday i, I when i get time i'm going to and lately there's been a lot less new implementation and, and fixing of problems. And so some of those laundry list items are trying to get tackled. So so what things am I not seeing that I should... Things that hopefully you'll never see. Okay. If, if you don't notice, that's a good thing, right? Okay. I, I, I believe that, that that my job right is to empower people, the people on the team, to be able to do their job with the least amount of effort possible so that they okay. can focus all their time and effort on delivering awesome copy. And the more they're having to think about the steps it takes to get there and the process and the procedure, the more work I have to do to make those things go away. Because ultimately, we have, our writers are creatives. And I don't want them thinking about process. I want them thinking about creative. Right. We want them being creative, living in the yep. space that they do their best work so in. Everything I can take off their plates that is outside of that creative realm, within reason, I want to do that. Um, I just, I, I want to make... The, the stuff that they need to be focused on appear in front of them and come to them and make it really simple with what, what should I be doing next? What's mm. important right now? And if, if, if I can create something that has them always knowing, I just finished this, what's important now, right? Answer that question. What's important now? What's important now? Win the acronym, right? Um, if that's obvious, then things are working right. So about a year and a half ago, 
I was in the middle of writing my first book. Okay. We had something happen, or you had a life event occur up in Idaho. Oh, yeah. And For my, my side passion. Yes. And yeah. I freaked out because... We were just getting ready to go on summer vacation. We were going, family was going to California, and I got a phone call, and that you were in a hospital at a level one trauma center. And I'm like, what? It's on the 4th of July. I recall very well. Yeah. (laughs) Well, at the time. At the time. Yeah. You didn't recall much at the time. Um, And so what happened was you were in a car accident. Yep. You were... Taken to a level one trauma center and... Some, and to a second one. That was your... Oh, yeah. First, you were taken to a smaller hospital, and right. then they were like, uh, no, trauma center. Yeah. And you were moved to a trauma center. Airlifted or driven? Or, no, just driven through just an driven. ambulance. Yeah. And, Very um, uncomfortable ambulance, right? Well, I can imagine. How do you even remember any of I that? I had broken ribs and a punctured lung and... You were a mess. And things bleeding. And yeah, it was, it was, it was not fun. And so... And I, so we went to California and I'm like, oh my gosh, honey, I'm not on vacation. I, I've got to be operations again, which is terrible for me. It's terrible. But it's better than nothing. Right. But I realized that, oh my gosh, we, we've got to have like redundancies and, and manuals and like, because we, and you document things as you do it, but we didn't have. Not to the, not to the extent that it needed to be, because I was in a run fast and right break and, things mode uh, yeah let's 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 try to get but but probably hopefully what you also recognized is that um being in that what i like to call the quarterback seat yeah. right was probably substantially easier than it had been prior even though we were doing probably 10 times the volume yep. at that point so there was enough tools and things in place to make that manageable even for a guy who maybe it isn't your go-to talent not even close um, so I, that's the other thing I, I try to make sure is that I, I, there there are, are, are guys who are the, the the magic button makers, the the tool builders, the the system drivers, right? That fall in love with themselves and try to make it something that requires them to be a part of, and they do that for job security. They do that for a lot of reasons. I try to do the opposite. I, when the thing's working properly, it shouldn't require me, and it should be able to be operated by just about anybody. Yeah. And yeah, and it should be able to. If something happens to me. You should be able to find somebody that can look at what's there and decode the mess and figure out. Okay, here's how this is working. I can fix that or change that or tweak that. And so, part of strategically why we jumped on that platform and embraced it, the Podio platform, um, is it has a huge developer network. You have a relationship with somebody. If something happened to me and I was gone tomorrow, um, there's other people that can. Reverse engineer what I would done. be really sad. Yeah, but 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 the business will go on, right? There's yeah. there's people that can pick that ball up and run with it, and so, but it, it's not some weird thing. It hit me at that moment though how critical a, a good operations person is, because when things like that happen, you go, oh my god, how does the business function, right? Because you had built all of these systems and processes and made them work and. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know how any of this stuff works. And I felt a little bit lost at that moment. It was okay. it was a little scary because yeah. I, we didn't have – we have a better infrastructure today. Right. Today we've got more people in place that are just operationally focused. We've got everything really well documented. Right. And, There's no – like everybody knows how everything works. Right. Everybody who needs to know. Yeah. The writers don't need. 
but but the operational side, yes, people who need to know stuff know stuff. And it's even weird to me that right now one of them is uh, on vacation. And are two of them on vacation? Two of them are on vacation. Right. And and it's okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. And that that's a really hard because you know I'm a control freak. Right. It's real like I have a hard time letting go of stuff like that. But but we got I've, half a dozen people that are well equipped to handle most anything that comes up, and and I've gotten way better. So at, we're good. I've gotten way better at just breathing and just letting people do what they do, and and it was interesting. Um, I think it was last week. What it was some night last week, you and I were texting, and you were like, "Hey, got a minute? Jump on a call." And and it it felt like we hadn't talked in a couple of weeks, which is right. not accurate, but it was just that things were running smoothly. And so we didn't have, like, there wasn't a need for this constant communication every day of, like, hey, we need to do this, we need to do that. And I think we had both been traveling a bunch, and so our, our sort of standing weekly meeting didn't happen for several weeks in a row. And we'd had a couple of chatty kind of conversations, but nothing that was, like, a quality, let's spend some time talking about where things are at. And right. So, and But it's nice when things are, are running smoothly because you can actually s- step back and get a big picture look and say, okay, w- what do we need to bolster up? What do we need to work on next? Right. What or is something new we can go play so, with? Right. What, I, yeah. I like to go and do new things, right? right. So we want to we want to exercise our brains a little bit in other spaces. So and that's what we're we're able to do now. So um, I'm just really grateful that that Gary had the insight to to say, hey, you need to find this person, and and you already know who this person is. Um, I'm grateful that you said yes when we had lunch. The funny thing about Gary is oftentimes he, he, he's, he's a, a guy that has a lot more wisdom than you expect at first glance, right? But oftentimes he's telling you something that you sort of inherently already know, and he's got a unique way to empower you to feel like you have permission to do this thing that you sort of know you should be doing anyway. Right. right? Well, well, you've now met him a couple of times. So yeah. you... You you know I think at first you were like why are you paying attention to this guy like, I was aware you? of him only because so in, in my other business Ken my other business partner um, had brought him up years ago when he was doing uh, in the early days with the with the the it was before empathy but it, he was oh wine dad's, library yeah yeah wine library and was trying to figure out the the secret sauce of Gary and how he got all these followers and how he was. Not just getting followers, because at the end of the day, that's not important. It's what you do with that, right? He right. was he was using social to drive business, and and Ken, his big focus in everything he does is trying to figure out how to how to get attention and eyeballs on the business. And so he was trying to reverse engineer what Gary was doing mm-hmm. to figure out how to how do I do some of that, right? So I, I knew who Gary was through that context. Um, Obviously, understand a lot more about who he is now, uh, but that's so I, I knew of him, but in a different. I, I didn't understand that he had done all the things that he's done to this point now. Yeah, he, you know, he's a, an incredibly insightful guy, a very smart guy, and uh, and I know at the first couple of times you're like, you're listening to this guy who has no connection to the business, but I think now you get an idea of who he is and why yeah. I listen to him. He's he's built an incredible business, and he knows what the hell he's doing. And, uh, and and regardless of all that, if you get something out of it and it helps you feel empowered to 
jumpstart shit and get moving, then uh, right. where's the harm in that? So. And or spark the next idea, sure. right? You know, you and I had been talking for a while about doing some some other things that come off of this. You know, one of the one of the things that has naturally come from the development of, of ad zombies is a lot of businesses are like, hey, how did you how did you grow your business so fast? And how did you do this? And could I pick your brain on this? And so right. suddenly an offshoot of that is consulting. And so we're talking with companies and of different sizes and scales all over the country that are having us work with them. And so it's 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 interesting how one business, which started by accident in a spare bedroom in my house, has grown to what it is. And I'm just glad you're part of it because it's fun. I'm glad to be here. It is fun. Having a good time. Anyway, and I'm sorry you didn't drink with me today because I have plenty of wine. I, I had lunch before I came here, and Fine, so I'm full. And be that way. Um, maybe next time. What, anything you anything you want to see for us for 2020, or like what if you're looking in if you're looking into the future, what do you want to see us do, change, grow, and evolve into? Now you put me on the spot. See, Damn th- th- right. This is the area that I'm not strong in. Is 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 that that forward looking? I'm more focused on. What can I do to, to, to make the things that we have better? Okay. And when the new things come along, I, I, I can get sparked up real quick on ideas on how to enhance them, make them better, improve them. But the, I, so I, I don't know how to answer that very well. Okay. Well, and I can't tell you how to fix things that break. So we're in a good place. We work well together. Yeah. Um, thanks for dropping in today. And I know you, you made time to come over to this office. We strategically located this office a mile? It's probably less than a mile. Less yeah. than a mile from your other headquarters. So yeah. we we are just a quick f- three-minute car ride in either direction. and Two, two traffic lights. Two, we are. Two traffic lights away yeah. from, from yeah. one another. So anyway, you rock. Thanks, man. Hey, TYC podcast listeners, if you could do me the biggest favor in the world, go to iTunes, hit the subscribe button, and also leave a review. Tell your friends and family how much you like the content, and I will keep producing more and more of it. I know you're listening. I'm seeing the numbers go up. I'd love to have you as a subscriber. Have an amazing day.